connected consumer. Hi, my name is Rosie Sarah. I'm Chris White. And we are the hosts of Parks Associates podcast, The Connected Consumer. This podcast is all about data-driven market insights on emerging consumer technology products and services. Um, in this podcast, we feature our talented analyst team and industry leaders uh, bringing new and innovative products to the market. For the new listeners, welcome. For the people who are coming back, thanks for coming again. Uh, we're planning to cover connected consumer, home automation, security, energy management, connected health and independent living, digital content, video services, I guess we do it all the way that I was just running through that menu. Uh, we're going to cover a lot of uh, interesting te technology topics. Um, and today I'm really excited to have a couple of our colleagues on the show. Yeah, so here in this episode, we have President and CMO Elizabeth Parks, uh, Parks Associates, and Strategic Account Manager, Events and Marketing Services, Ashton Gambrell. I hope I pronounced it well, yes? Yeah, perfect. Thank you guys for joining us today. Awesome. Thanks for the invitation. We're excited to join you on today's podcast. So the reason we asked you to join is not just because we like you and want to talk to you. That's true. But also we want to talk to you because you guys just got back from a conference. You are at ISC West, the security conference and exposition in Vegas. It's hosted by the Security Industry Association. It's one of the bigger security conferences in the United States. Um, I don't know if it's happened the past couple of years, but um, I'm excited that you guys were able to go back and be in person. Um, just to give an idea of the scale of the market for the non-security listeners, you know, Parks Associates research indicates that 36% of households have home security system and 33% of households are professionally monitored. So, you know, by that estimate, it's about 33 million or so internet households in this country that have uh, security. Thus, a big conference, a lot of gear that they need to sell, a lot of software to support that, a lot of personnel to support that. So we're excited to hear uh, about what you guys observed, what you heard about that's going on in the industry and industry trends going on there. So, awesome. Yeah, awesome. It, was, it was a great show. We were in uh, Las Vegas and it was great to, to be back. Um, you know, they did host the show uh, last July, um, but that was... You know, not really well attended. It was uh, sort of in middle of the pandemic. So this was really exciting. It was uh, lots of people there. Uh, we had a really great time walking around, looking at the new innovations on the show floor, meeting with uh, all sorts of companies who are building these products and delivering new solutions for the residential and really the commercial space as well. So um, it was a great time. Ashton, that was your first your first um, ISC. What did you think? You've been to a couple other conferences with us. What was your first yeah. impression of this one? Yeah, it was great to be, uh, like Elizabeth said, back in Vegas. Um, we were at CES, you know, earlier this year, and this one was definitely a lot different. Um, the energy truly from the floor, there were people everywhere. People were having their normal parties to kick off the week and parties to end the week. And uh, so it was a really good time. It was really good to see everybody kind of out and about again. How does that go, by the way? How how does the security technology consumer party? Are they like fun? Are they fun? Well, <laughs> I heard dry a couple of security conversation tab numbers. So I would say that some of them had a really, really good time. Uh, <laughs> so so yeah, I think everybody really enjoyed it. All right, cool. So our accounting department's gonna back you up on that, sounds like, huh? Not our bar bill, promise. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> some numbers. So the security industry, uh, uh, they did it right for sure. That's awesome. So while you guys were there, you weren't just socializing. Elizabeth, you were also there on a panel. Uh, DMP was hosting a panel, industry icon panel. That's awesome. Congrats on being an industry icon. How are you not an industry icon? You are, but it's <laughs> awesome to be recognized. Congrats on that. Um, and you had 16 industry leaders. Please tell us a little bit about the discussion on that panel. Yeah, so that was a really awesome invitation um, from DMP. You know, they're a, a huge manufacturer of commercial and residential security products. And so this uh, event was really tailored towards their um, dealers. And so they brought together a very uh, awesome group of leaders in the security space. And I felt really honored to be invited to attend and provide some perspective on the residential market. So they had two different sessions that went for about 45 um, minutes to an hour long where they were asking questions, everything from the health of the uh, security you know, dealers and their business and how businesses going operationally uh, to things like how to position a company maybe for acquisition as well as how to grow the business uh, over time whether and a lot of these companies you know are small mom and pop they're family run uh, security uh, dealers and so they're sometimes in transition phase with handing the business down to the next generation or making decisions about um, selling the business so Again, it was really a privilege to join. And, um, you know, I talked a little bit uh, about some of the operations, things that I know about in small business, for instance, cybersecurity policies and 80 pages that you need to fill out to get the cyber ins uh, security insurance um, to ensure that you're protected, your own business is protected. And that's it's really a heavy lift, actually, for any small company to fill those forms out to get the insurance, but then also the requirements that have to be in place. Uh, and then of course, talked about the role of interactive services and in growing revenue on you know, monthly fees and um, the ability in the residential market, as we know, is expanding with DIY products and the professionals also having a play there as some DIY consumers moving to uh, professional install or, or services as well. So. It was really cool. It was at the Four Seasons. You know, they know how to do things right. And um, so, again, I, it was a, a great experience and I felt like I learned a lot as well. Cool. So, so two follow-up questions. First, sorry, Rosie. Okay. Um, do you, so you talk a little bit about interactive services since you kind of threw that term out there. And also, I since I work in residential, so sort of focused on residential, I don't really know that much about what's going on in commercial. Um, I imagine they had a different experience with the pandemic than we did. Uh, so, and the smart home, you know, so so uh, if you could talk a little bit about kind of what interactive services means to you that you, you know, you were touching on and then also um, kind of give the listeners a little bit about what's going on with the commercial security space based on yeah. what you heard. Yeah, so interactive services are really any service that's beyond the basic security monitoring package. Uh, and so things like doorbells and door locks and added cameras and added sensors that have attached fees that can drive that monthly revenue. Let's say a base security uh, monitoring fee might be $50 a month. 
well, if you offer a bundle of these devices attached to the system, then you could maybe get $56 a month, which is $6 more, you know, times 12, $72 more a year. And, you know, that's where you start making more money. So uh, interactive services are now, <clears throat> excuse me, in about 85% of all uh, consumers who have a security system. So pretty ubiquitous at this point um, right, and a good way to... Anymore. Yeah. yeah, good good way to add revenue. Uh, on the commercial side, which you know I don't know as much about, but I learned quite a bit. You know, there is a lot of the revenue that comes in the hardware and installation and getting things set up on site for commercial buildings, oh. and then following that, the monitoring that comes with it. So, uh, big growth in in all areas and. Also, there was a lot on the floor, uh, the show floor, like cameras and, and a lot of smart city type of applications where maybe um, like, for instance, I know Eagle Eye Networks added a security camera in every, um, you know, intersection in the city of Mexico, I think that was in 2020 in, in Mexico City, Mexico. So really helping build this new infrastructure with the city and municipal government people um, for smart city stuff. And a lot of that's based on cameras. And so anyway, I, I think they're doing well, um, but having a lot of struggles with labor shortage in product. And then of course the chips uh, uh, is our problem for, for that whole group as well. Okay. Got it. So that sounds like they're having the same problems as smart home in terms of um supply chain and labor but not they didn't but they didn't get beat up by the work from home movement that's what i was really wondering if the commercial took a bath on that but you're saying no they were able to fill in with municipal business or something else in, ter in terms of what you heard when you were at the conference yeah no it's it, from my uh what i heard it sounded like all of the businesses are doing well in the sense of having enough business it's then the operationally working right. it out <clears throat> that's the right. bigger challenge actually figuring out how to get a camera in your hands and then on the wall yeah it's a challenge yeah sorry rosie i cut you off way earlier did you have a question <laughs> like no you're ago. fine i know you're fine um really good conversation here so um elizabeth you mentioned that you learned a lot throughout your experience and so i was wondering if there's any you know big announcements that will be kind of huge for the security industry um or anything that kind of took you by surprise and then ashton if you want to jump in uh feel free to yeah, so uh, there was a lot of uh, a lot around AI technology in the hardware, um, a lot about services, 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 services everywhere. That was definitely a theme. Uh, so we we did see a bunch of different announcements, but I think a lot of it was also just reinforcing what's been done in the past in the past year you know, because they haven't had a chance to show off some of their latest solutions. And this was a lot of for being on site for the first time for a lot of companies. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And something um, I thought was really interesting, Johnson Controls kind of showed us around their kind of like the little neighborhood thing. And they have a, uh, a great Wi-Fi solution that they're introducing that really addresses a lot of connectivity issues that um, consumers typically have a lot of problems with um, that they're kind of putting in their devices. And, uh, you know, with them being able to solve that and kind of um, be able to tap in from from their side remotely, 
um, is really going to help that issue with the consumers and both, uh, you know, them having to send out trucks, um, you know, the truck rolls that are that are really expensive. So I thought that was a really interesting solution that they that they shared with us. Yeah, that's that's great. I believe our research shows, um, you know, this to be a main issue for consumers. Um, so I think that's a good segue to my next question um, or topic. Um, I want to chat more a little bit about the alarm.com white paper that we recently released. Um, I believe um, either you or Elizabeth, feel free to chat more about, you know, that white paper and some of the goals there. Well, yes. I know Elizabeth can share a lot about the white paper in itself, but I'll just quickly add, we love alarm.com. They partner with us a ton on, you know, just supporting our research and supporting our conferences and events. And so um, they were able to also do this white paper with us. Um, so it's always excited working with them and, you know, seeing what they're doing next. So just wanted to throw that in there. I know Elizabeth, that uh, she knows a lot more about the ins and outs of the actual white paper. Well, yeah, this, Excuse me, this is a great project we released uh, just a couple of weeks ago talking about the value beyond uh, security. And so really moving, you know, past the access points in the home, which typically are the doors uh, and the windows and looking at extra add on types of security solutions. So things a lot with the perimeter of the home and networked cameras on the outside of the home. There's a big move towards uh, car and vehicle monitoring and actually some really interesting partnerships that have big implications on the commercial side. If you think of uh, equipment and tools being in a pickup truck, <clears throat> for instance, and wanting to ensure that that equipment is secured. And so as so anyway there's there's a lot of different applications i think that alarm.com is working on also wellness and looking at safety and security in the home and tying that in with wellness solutions which of course goes in hand with uh safety and making sure that that people are um you know can leverage technology in a way that is informative about what's going on in the environment and also has those um opportunities to notify others, you know, any caretakers or outside parties who might be helping with ensuring that loved one is, you know, quote, safe in their home. So really um, great paper that we worked on with them and we've got more coming. You know, alarm.com is, is a great leader in the space, very innovative thinker, and they take special care with um those extra services that they're adding on um so uh, it was great to see their team on site and you know they had a huge presence they threw a big party on i think tuesday night and so that was great to drop by and see their product team their innovation team and also a lot of their their marketing folks who work on the event side That's great. So you mentioned earlier walking around the floor and being able to see demos. I feel like something we, some of the research has certainly shown is that one of the drivers for people who are intenders to actually finally make the purchase is kind of encounter it in the wild. Like the one of the highest drivers is always seeing a friend or family member have it. And I'm always trying to decide whether it's like kind of a gadget envy kind of thing or whether it's actually that they're so impressed when they see it. But then I go to the conferences and I want to buy everything, even though I don't need a lot of the things that I see at conferences. So I always want to ask people, what did you see that you 
that you were impressed by? Who did you talk to that kind of has a new solution coming out that um, that either seemed like a big innovation or something that you were like personally interested? You go first, Ashton. So we were talking about talking about your dream security product earlier today. Yes, like you said, I, I probably don't need as grand of a, a scale of uh, the the nice group, nice neighborhood, as they called it. It was a it was a really cool display that they had, and some of their um, higher end monitors um, that are kind of fit more to be, you know, you think of security systems as you know your panel right next to the door and. They're literally little TVs that you should have in the center of your home as as like kind of a focal point. Um, and they have some really great solutions. Again, um, you know, there's kind of that higher end luxury one that, you know, there's I don't have a huge household. I probably don't need that, but it sure did look really cool. And then there's kind of um, just a different level for all different consumers um, that they had. So I was I was really impressed with kind of just the variety there that kind of fits everybody and, and what their needs are. Anything catch your eye, Elizabeth? Uh, you know, th there was so much that I thought was cool to look at and just how companies were building on top of their previous builds. You know, they're really extending um, their products even further. So I liked uh, understanding how that extension was coming. So things like the Wi-Fi being added in as a solution to help the dealers so that they can do remote support instead of having to re you know, set a, a network basically to get things working. Um, one thing though, that doesn't really apply to my single family household with three kids in the suburbs, but for Rosie, um, it might, uh, there was a lot around yeah. apartment management and door uh, uh, access and controls along with the the actual hardware. So Dormacaba was there with um, another platform company and, we saw a lot of that eagle eye was there with brevo uh so there was a lot of viewing where we got to see the building management software and all that that would share if you were a building owner and then also understanding this kind of fancy uh you know locks and extra add-ons that you would have in in a in a high-rise dwelling that i don't live in but um i did think that was really cool and that's an area that we're you know, looking at really closely as having super uh, fast growth and opportunity as uh, properties try to differentiate and just leverage technology for operational efficiencies, you know, like labor shortage. I mean, if you can use technology, you don't have to hire somebody um, that, that, you know, it changes the way people do things. So I think there's a lot of change that's occurring um, as we speak as technology gets added into new environments. So nothing I want to buy, like when I was at KBiz, there was so much that I wanted to come home with. Like, in fact, I, I met, we might be doing our, our master bath. Actually, that's on the list of things. I have some, uh, a quote, a bit that I'm waiting for on that one. But um, at this show, uh, it was more it was more about um, seeing the the new stuff and then how that's going to apply maybe to to new areas where it hasn't before. Well, that was good. That's that shows you're a good boss and taps into your mom vibes too. That you're looking out for your girl Rosie in terms of what kind of prop tech and uh, access control stuff. But yeah, I mean you're you're totally right. We have a bunch of exciting stuff coming out um, with regards to MDU research and specifically in access control. We even have a couple of uh white papers and reports coming out in the next couple months so um, we'll definitely be 
sort of telling the listeners more about that stuff when it's coming out um, yeah. on this podcast. And um, that'll be, yeah, be exciting. Rosie? Yeah, I wanted to add to that. Um, we also have our Connections Conference uh, coming up in April. So um, we cover a lot of these topics uh, during our events. And so we have an uh, in-person conference for Connections in May um, and just various uh, session, virtual sessions throughout the year. So we'll make sure to add that to the show notes. Um, but yeah, so I think we're getting closer towards the end of our episode here. Is there anything else that you guys want to, you know, highlight about your experience um, or anything else? Ashton, I'll let you go first here. Well, just all in, I'm I'm really excited um, again about just the energy at the show, some really cool announcements, um, just seeing everybody together and enjoying that um, was great. Um, you know, a, a, another big takeaway, some of the kind of larger companies that were exhibiting, you know, we saw a lot of crossover and even though this was ISC and very focused on security, um, there was a lot of, you know, security plus energy plus wellness um, that's all combined and, you know, just kind of comes back to, you know, the home ecosystem and everything being connected. So, you know, it was really interesting to see um, some of those elements brought in um, with uh, some of the larger companies there that uh, it's kind of all encompassing. Uh, and it was just a really great experience. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and for me, I mean, uh, I think I, I'd uh, echo what Ashton said about the integration between different ecosystems and, you know, literally watching the home grow up and, you know, have new uh, solutions that have really valuable applications for consumers. Uh, I think also the pandemic has really opened up a lot of people's eyes to the value of the consumer market and the blurred lines that are already happening between business and consumer. And I think that's going to just continue more and more. There was some discussions. Uh, I heard a lot of people talking about, you know, having to go back to the office full time, which I thought was interesting. Uh, and then a lot of people who, you know, are definitely not going back to the office full time, right? Over their dead bodies, are they going to do that? So there's mm -hmm. a real uh, change that's occurring in the world and that's going to shake out, I think, over time. And technology will just be this great tool uh, that, that people can use to have a lot of flexibility, a lot of cost savings, and then literally be able to get a lot more done just, just through the use of technology. So, I mean, we love the security space and ISC did a great job. It was a really well done show. And so appreciate the hard work of SIA and Reed who, who put the show on. Amazing. Thank you both for sharing your insights and your experience there. Um, could you please share with our listeners where they can follow you on social medias or, you know, where they can get a hold of you? Uh, LinkedIn at Ashton Gambrell. Uh, would love to hear from you. And I uh, am on Twitter at Eliz Parks and then on LinkedIn for Elizabeth Parks and I love LinkedIn so please connect with me um, if if uh, you want to stay up to date on on the latest research we have. Yes and make sure to subscribe to Elizabeth's LinkedIn a newsletter called uh, The Connected Consumer similar to our podcast um, and she 
posts a lot of amazing content that um, we, you know, highlight a lot of our research on. So I'll add that to the show notes as well. Um, I also wanted to mention to our listeners that we have lots and lots of complimentary uh, content that we'd love to share with you. So I'll add that to the show notes as well for our white papers and upcoming webinars. Yeah, and... I was just going to say thank you all for doing everything you do. Um, and, you know, I love podcasts now, and it's because of you too. So, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Appreciate the compliment. Yeah, my, my recent push was trying to convince everyone in the office that they need speakers in their showers so that they can even be listening to podcasts like 24-7 when you're in your car, when you're yeah. in your sh- shower, when you're at work, anytime. Anytime. Anytime is the right time for a podcast. And we want to thank all of our listeners for joining us today. Thank you for tuning in. Um, and I also want to add subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Yeah, that's right. To our listeners, make sure to like and subscribe on YouTube, on whatever app that you are listening in on. Uh, we just love to uh, make sure to push content for you guys. Um, and we want your feedback. So please feel free to, you know, leave a review on whatever podcast platform um, you're listening on and then tweet at us. Um, Chris Twitter handle is CY Insights and mine is Rosie Alpino. Um, you can also tweet at Parks Associates to let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear next. So thank you, Ashton and Elizabeth for joining us today and we'll see you on the next episode for some hot topics. Thank Thanks you. Everyone. Bye. Thank you.